You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with a good friend and owner and entrepreneur of Hunt Source, Jack Hall. Now, I just want to tell you, you go to their website and it says, talented people are your best defense. And this is the one line I love the most. Whether you're the hunted or the hunter, warrior talent source for cybersecurity, data intelligence, and analytics. And that is what they're all about. So let's dive into it. Now, as the world becomes more and more interconnected and tech you know, driven, one thing is clear, data is king. Beyond what your favorite food is or how you like to dress, data in the 21st century can be an almost complete picture of who you are. With enough data on someone, you can you know, begin to influence them. And with our reliance on technology, it's more important than it has ever been uh, to really have an ethical tech company that, you know, wouldn't be possible without all the people that work with them, right? Like we need, people need support. They need to be able to find the right talent. And that's where Jack comes into play specifically into, you know, this kind of sector. So, you know, Jack is, uh, is the founder of Hunt Source. Hunt Source is a partner for tech companies that helps them identify and hire the best talent in cybersecurity, data intelligence, and analytics. Jack is an awesome person. We were just chatting. I think he knows every single person in Charlotte. So this is going to be an awesome podcast. He's been you know, a partner of ours for a long time, and we've been able to work with him on a lot of the stuff with Hunt Source. It's been great to see kind of their journey. Um, but overall, Jack's just a great dude, right? I think he is there to help other people in our community. It's the exact type of person we would want to bring on the podcast. And uh, now let's dive into Hunt Source and learn more about how you started it, what you do, and how you can support uh, the amazing organizations that are not only in Charlotte, but in our country, or who knows, maybe you're global now. We're going to find out. Welcome, Jack. Thank you. Wow. I mean, that's a lot to, to unpack right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I come out, I come out of the gate fast, man. You he's an yeah. intro. Well, king. <laughs> he has got that part. Now, once down. we get Scott out of the room, we're going we're <laughs> to start talking about how we get you over to hunt stores to sell for us. I'm never going, I will never, I will give never that, go back. Give me that, that bourbon back. I will never, I will never go back into the recruiting space. I'm sorry, Jack. I love you, mate. I'm, I'm here. Scott, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. No, but we, let's, we love you, bro. Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's jump into who you are, man. Where are you from? You know, tell us a little bit about, you know, you and and, and what made Jack Jack. I'm from Greensboro. Uh, yeah, born and bred. Family was from there. Uh, well, my dad's from Roanoke, but moved there in the fifth grade. So mom's family goes way back. Uh, it was actually after my grandmother had passed, but someone had done like a full, full like family roll up of my my grandmother's side of the family, she had to drop out of school in the eighth grade to go work in the mill. And she had like nine wow. brothers and sisters. Wow. And uh, father, more kind of white, white collar from Roanoke. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just family was all around. You know, Christmas at, at, at my, uh, my grandmother's church in, uh, near Proximity Mill, which is the mill that they worked in. They were Proximity Methodist Church. Um, but, you know, really close knit. You know, family. We'd always go to Roanoke for some holidays with my dad's family. Uh, but, you know, family was at the core. Some people would joke, like, they'd look at our family and be like, you know, even though you are slightly dysfunctional, you can always tell how much you love each other. Um, <laughs> Tough love. You could, you, could probably, you could probably walk into my house today. Yeah. You might say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my dad was a, was a partner in a business, um, did the executive benefits. And so, like, 
even through college, like the first thing I wanted to do when I get out was, was start a business. Um, I actually wanted to do it at Smith Mountain Lake, Virginia. Uh, my dad always talked me out of it. He's like, there's this guy up there that just, if you have a good business idea, he's got the money, he's going to come in, and he's just going to take you out. I'm like, all right, whatever. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, yeah, so I go to work for other people. I actually started in the wine business, uh, selling wine for a distributor out of Northeast Atlanta. Okay. And uh, absolutely hated it. Um, I worked at a – I went to University of Tennessee, worked at a wine and, and liquor shop in, in college, um, had a passion for it, went work for a distributor, selling to grocery stores. You're selling to beer drinkers. They don't care. They're just like, sell me something. You stack it high and watch it fly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know with big margins so you're, you're giving away stuff and i'm like this is not what i got into this for so uh through a fraternity brother and roommate i got into uh technology staffing with apex systems y'all know them you probably got friends that are with apex i think we've we've connected those dots but um great company actually i still look at them as like you know kind of cream of the cream of the crop um in this business for the guys that started it um great guys integrity was like at the the forefront of everything that you did um but you know it's still it's a it's it's a big box right and big box never fit me even when i went to work for signature consultants great company owner of it it was kind of funny i bumped into him at uh at wells fargo or the wells fargo championship at quail walked with him for about 15 minutes after i'd left the company <laughs> and it started hunt source and he, he said something. He's got this, like, really raspy, you know, doctor out of South Florida. And he's like, you know, you've never been a business owner until you've gone through a recession. <laughs> and uh, that, was, that was a few more few months before COVID hit. <laughs> oh, you're like, thanks. Oh, so thanks, now, now you're, so, yeah, now you're so, a hey, real uh, business owner. Yeah, I don't know if right. Dr. J is out there listening to this <laughs> yeah. when, it, when it drops. But uh, hopefully, uh, Dr. J, you consider me a real business owner now since we've gone through this COVID recession. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yes what a um, show it's so been. i mean just working for other people and we talk about you know as humble brag knowing a lot of people and having a good network I, I started thinking like why would i why would i try to impact their business with my network when it's not going to impact my paycheck as much um and i think one of the things you know scott and starting Dunstan group maybe you can speak to this also but don't start a, at least five and a half years in. Don't start a business to get rich. Um, I think a lot of people look at business owners and they think, oh, well, they've got to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. There might be perks like, you know, my car is through the company, like things like that that don't uh, really come out through the paycheck. Um, but certainly don't start a business. That might be the outcome at some point, and that'd be great. Um, but do it because it's something like you're passionate about. Like you guys, I mean, like I come in here, you guys are passionate about what you do. You're passionate about delivering good merch that, that, you know, we, we put on our hats, we put on our sweatshirts or whatever. Um, and it's quality gear. So like my intent, that's why it's awesome working with you guys is that we, we put, put the Huntsworth logo on it and we've even downsized to just HS. Mm -hmm. So it just looks like a logo Mm -hmm. that someone sees it and they're like, dude, that's, that's awesome. Like I want that. And then it's someone else is out there and they're like, what's the HS? at a random place and like what's hunt source it's a cybersecurity recruiting firm and it just kind of spreads the word so i mean a lot of it is it makes us feel bigger than we are and hopefully one day we achieve maybe mm-hmm. the the size of status that people might think you know i mean we're not going to give out real revenue numbers but you know we're a seven-figure company i bet people think we're a lot bigger than that 
um, and soon we will be. But some of that is is trying to put a marker out there on some you know big um, big milestones you want to achieve. But you've got to kind of make yourself seem that way first. Yeah, and and then kind of run to it. There's that. Uh, was it, I think it was this Oscars uh, Oscars speech. Matthew McConaughey talked about like as a as a kid. Someone asked him who he wanted to be when he grew up, and he said, "I want to be me in ten years." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then ten years later, the guy's like, "Are you? Have you met you in ten years?" He goes, "Not even close." <laughs> and so he's always like running towards that ten years from now thing, which I think is a pretty cool kind he's of like an ace, man, for sure. Uh, his his speeches are <laughs> incredible. His Green Lights book is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all have listened to it. People have told me they've read it. I'm like, why would you read it? Yeah, I mean, you got to hear him speak, right? I like do like like you know books you can touch and read the words, but right? When he's narrating it, like there's nothing better. I need to check that out. I yeah, I, I haven't either. Have you? No, I haven't. So, so that's so a great explanation on the man. list. Yeah. Well, and so like going back even seven years, really, I left uh, uh, company signature consultants that I worked for, and uh, worked for great guys. <clears throat> I mean, even now, I'll text a couple of guys I worked for and I'm like, yeah, we, uh, you know, one year we were uh, small business category, best place to work in Charlotte. We were first. And I think we dropped to like fourth and then we haven't applied back. <laughs> but uh, that takes time. And hey, you already won, man. You're, you're like, it's, you already got well, that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And, and, and we only, we only uh, display the first, uh, the first trophy or medallion or whatever it is in the office. That's right. Um, but, uh, Lost my, lost my train of thought there, but going back, so I left there to work with these guys out in New York. Basically, it was almost like starting my own thing, but they were funding it, um, and and they had a good thing going. Five people in New York, ten million dollar business or whatever, making a lot of money. They'd never invested into something new outside hmm. of what they had done, and so me coming from working coming working for big shops that would. Go open a Dallas office, and they dumped two million dollars into it, loss, mm-hmm. just to get it going. Didn't understand investing two hundred thousand dollars and losing it. So it gave me some perspective. As I said, you know what? I'm going to leave here. I'm going to go start my own thing. And having that perspective of like how much you have to dump into it. Um. <coughs> excuse me. How much you have to like invest. Not just time, but money to be successful. I mean, hell, all these tech firms, I mean, they lose hundreds of millions of dollars before they're even profitable successful at all. Profitable, right? If, if ever. I mean, they, they sell them and they're not even profitable. Yeah. I mean, how much money was Instagram losing when they sold to Facebook? Right. Like hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, so anyway, having that perspective, I think, was helpful. My, my brother-in-law, Trent Hawthorne, um, he had worked in, in startups. And so I always had his perspective. Like, I knew... I don't want to out him. Um, you know, he's like, listen, our employees don't know if we're going to maybe make payroll or miss payroll. And I'm working spreadsheets to send to investors to get capital to make payroll. Um, so I a little bit lived through his stress to understand it now. Um, and you really have to, like as a business owner, um, you got to be a duck on a pond. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And that's a great quote from uh, the the replacements that movie with uh, Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> him and him and uh, Gene Hackman, R.I.P. Um, are having that conversation, and uh, you know, you look calm above the water, but below it, <laughs> paddling like yeah, hell, yeah, man, hell yeah. just trying to stay on top. Uh, right. <laughs> it's fun. Only so yeah. many people can can really. Uh, absorb that kind of stress and not yeah you know, not, not you're explaining crazy. it very well um and not to cut you off but I, I love your part about like look if you're gonna do it you do it out of passion not out of oh i'm gonna make all this money and that's always always been our philosophy is to look if we do what we do well and and we do it the right way and we stand behind what we do and take care of everyone that honors us with business the money tends to follow yeah you know uh but you also got to understand doing the right thing sometimes cost you a lot of money yeah like and especially in our world look look we could spell hunt source h-n-u-t right and all your gear's wrong right <laughs> <laughs> and you approved h-u-n-t right like so you know that's on us we have to replace that and you know that's expensive some people are so short-sighted that they'd be like man sorry but for us, it's do the right thing because we care more about the relationship with Jack, you right. know, than than every single dollar. And I, you know, I think you probably it sounds like you probably run your business the same way. Uh, but who takes that hit? The company does. So you know, look, man, you yeah, the perception is definitely off about business owners in that regard. Yeah, for sure, because it is expensive, and you do take hits, and COVID happens, and small businesses go to the pisser i mean all these things right and you just got to be able to weather that and and still keep your head up somehow right and you well, mentioned the duck on the pond you just hope that the other ducks show up with you <laughs> <laughs> you know well <laughs> the most important duck yeah. is the uh yeah the, the family i mean my my uh my uh my wife brooke she's a brand within herself i can't go anywhere in town without being like you brooke's husband <laughs> Like, you, you did not see me here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, she uh, has an alert out if, if anybody sees Jack. <laughs> yeah. I need a text message immediately. <laughs> hey, are you Jack? You're like, well, yeah. they, they never say Jack. They always say oh, Brooke's husband. Oh, yeah, oh, yes, that's right. You, who's Jack? You're just Brooke's husband. Um, but kind of going back to the beginning where you're not paying yourself, you know, you're, you're paying the team. Um, you're paying vendors or whoever. Um, it was... I'm willing to take as much risk as I can tolerate, which I can tolerate a lot. Brooke can tolerate less, but she was she was bought in, mm -hmm. and and you know, till death do us part, kind of, mm -hmm. you know, really uh, believe that we're both from from you know, my dad's past, but that was still death do us part. So, mm -hmm. um, her her parents are very strong, you know, forty five year marriage or whatever. Um, so we, we both come from those great upbringings, um, but that our kids would never have to sacrifice anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They want to go to camp, they go to camp. Right. They want to go to private school, we'll figure out a way to get private school. Um, but me, I'm, I'm the one who made this ultimate decision to do it. And so I'll make that ultimate sacrifice. So if I got to, I mean, now things are better than they were like four years ago, but, um, but that's kind of, the struggle to get through it and to see the the long-term game plan kind of fall into place. Um, I do want to, to note, I didn't start this 
by myself. There was a actually how we got to do you guys. Uh, Matt Donato um, was the person who started Hunt Sports with me. I, I don't see uh, business partnership the same way as marriage. Business yeah. partnership doesn't need to be till death to his part. <laughs> um, and 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 yeah, I mean, great guy. He's mm-hmm. he's yeah. he's doing well on his own. But we, we just we had a kind of a partnership divorce, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, I mean, Hutsworth wouldn't exist. Actually, his wife came up with the name. Um, her her partner, uh, Ruben, I think. Um, anyway, so um, that was kind of during COVID and coming out of it. It's uh. Yeah, it's been a it's been a fun whirlwind. I mean, it's kind of yeah. Uh, I keep making movie references, but you know when they're buckling. Um, God, who who's the actor? He's got the wild blonde hair and his brother Luke, not Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's they're great. buckling in, him in on the rocket ship before they go out in Armageddon. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's like, man, I don't know if I'm. Ninety percent excited or ten percent scared. Ninety percent scared, ten percent excited. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all wrapped into one. <laughs> you don't you don't know which feeling you're uh, really having. But that's right. We talk about that a lot too. It's it's you know if you're if you're comfortable, if you're at the stage in your business where you're comfortable, it's time to do something to make you uncomfortable again. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you so you're always living outside your comfort zone and I, I don't know we feel like look we've made some some bad decisions we've made some great decisions and you just hope that the great ones outweigh the, the bad ones and learn from the bad ones right and and you've got to be willing to tolerate that uh, so I mean they always say you know, be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah and and that's where the success comes from right like just getting up every day whether you're comfortable or not mm-hmm. and and just keep pushing forward you know um, yeah, and I want to jump into this. You know, you guys, I remember when you and Matt, because um, I knew Matt and that's how we met, yeah. um, came up with the idea and, and I thought, man, this is great. You know, technology is really kind of on the rise, but there really didn't seem to be that many segmented recruiting companies that focus specifically in this sector, right? You would have organizations that would start out in finance and then they'd be like, well, we can do HR and well, we can do marketing well, we can do engineering or we can do this. And they just kind of grew that way. You guys were so strategic in saying we're going to literally pinpoint technology yeah. through Hunt Source to create this where you're the, the the subject matter expert, right? And as technology has grown since you guys started this organization, I mean, just just look at security in general. I mean, right now we have our government saying they're going to ban TikTok, you know, on, on certain things specifically in state, you know, regulated computers and things like that. Think about just the just just overall from a global standpoint how technology has changed right like it is it's a scary place and if you're an organization and you don't have people that can protect everything that you're doing it can literally be gone i had a friend yesterday that posted on facebook and said uh everybody it's that time of the year make sure you're looking at your your debit card and your credit cards and she had like seven thousand dollars was taken out of her her checking account through a, a fraudulent charge right and and that's just like damn, you work hard for your money, right? And people will just take it from you. And then you understand this because you're in that space. I know this is a long-winded kind of ex- explanation, but when you guys started this, did you kind of envision kind of like that 10 years down the road? Like, hey, it, it's important now, but in 10 years, it's going to be if you don't have it and you don't have the right people protecting it, then you won't exist from a business. Someone will take all of that. 
Like, how is that vision? I mean, is that why you started HuntSource thinking, okay, technology is important now, but what is it going to be in five, 10, 15 years? It's going to be everything. Yeah. I mean, actually, we, you know, Matt came from a more finance and accounting mm -hmm. recruiting background. I've been in tech, big tech staffing firms my entire career. Um, we were thinking, all right, two pillars, almost a shared service in between. You do finance and accounting, I'll do the tech side. We'll build teams of each with a shared service in between. And I uh, got Jeff Harris, who's local. Uh, you, I think you guys worked with Etang Group. He's yeah, one of the, yeah. the founders. Yeah, he was absolutely. CEO for a long time. He's, yeah. I think he's um, fully out now. But um, he gave us the advice. He said, forget finance and accounting. Mm -hmm. um, nothing against that category. Um, he's just like, go in tech. Tech is yeah. where it's at. Tech is the future. And even more than that, if y'all are small starting out, be niche. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt happened to be in the Wake MBA program at the time, and there was a gentleman, um, I'm going to butcher his name, Hafid. Hafid's his first name, for sure. Uh, he was the cybersecurity head of Duke Energy at the time. Was in his cohort group, and they happened to do like a, a project, and they used his team as a case study. And ultimately what came out of that is you just see the data that like there's two and a half million open jobs without the proper people to fill them in cybersecurity. And so we kind of diligently went through, I, a good friend of mine, Peter Phillips, grew up with him in Greensboro. Everything leads back to Greensboro mm -hmm. in the history of the universe. Everything. If you didn't know that. <laughs> Everything. But he was in cyber. I had a lot of friends that like I just organically got to know in cybersecurity, not even working in that space. Like even, you know, it, it say signature consultants, I worked in the capital markets technology space of, of finding those types of talents. So as we kind of stepped into this, I'm like, man, I know a lot of people in this space. I started going through my LinkedIn. I'm like, man, I, I should grab lunch with this guy. Um, but I went through, you know, Peter, his bosses and whatnot, and, and, and Matt would do the same and kind of, we're not even out there looking for, for job orders to fill. We are saying, is this the right path for us? Is there a need in the market? Um, at the same time, trying to raise some money to just be able to hire some people and not have to dump all our own dough into it. Um, actually, we got through some contacts with Jeff Harris. We got some guys that uh, we ended up not going with. They were great guys. They just wanted to own too much of the company. Um, and I think they would have invested more money than we could have put to use at the time anyway. So, um at some point, they're like, guys, stop talking to people about your business plan. Just go generate revenue. Yeah. Like, you, if you have people that want to hire from you right now, just go generate revenue. All right? And then the rest will come. And, and then through talking to other business owners who have been through, like, the same type of, of stress of, oh, can I pay myself this week? Or do we need to go raise money or whatnot? Like, get 30 more days down the road. And then you'll do a deal and some revenue will come in. All right. And then you got 30 more days down the road. And at some point that percentage of, so there is a 10% a owner of Huntsworth, Bill Sanders, great guy. Um, he had his own company, Summus Group. He sold it like a little over a year ago. Um, ultimately, and he's local, which ended up working out. Um, he's been a supporter, but he's never been like in our grits or my grits now. Um, 
I think we'd like to get him more into the fray to like just, hey, you sold your business for, mm -hmm. I'm sure, a substantial amount of money. Um, walk me through that. Help lead me to that. You know, I think uh, I don't want to work forever. I mean, I like working. I like what we do. I like the people that we work with. It's fun. Um, but I like the golf course. And <laughs> You love the golf course. <laughs> I like uh, – <laughs> Brooke's husband loves the golf I've told, course. I told people at the beginning of 2022, I was like, if Brooke doesn't divorce me ever golf this year, she's never going to divorce me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, what, there's still how many yeah, days you left say, in the you year? Better, you, don't worry. That, we'll, we'll release this in 2023. So <laughs> yeah. You, you made it. We got it recorded. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, That's hilarious. But, I yeah, I mean, I also I think, home. and I, Scott, I don't know how you feel about this. Um, once you've started a business – not to say like we're geniuses or anything. I think it's more like the grit and the absorption of stress and all that stuff. But once you've started something, you're like, I can do this again. Yeah. You know? So is it, yeah, we got a great team. Could someone else run it there? And I got to start something else. And I kind of shift off some equity or something to help them feel like it's theirs. Because um, it really is. I mean, I want our team like, like, don't think that's Invested. my yeah. office. It's our right. office. Yeah, you got a key. Go in anytime you want to. Yeah. Sleep there if you want to. <laughs> that's right. You actually could. There's a nice little. <laughs> we got this room nice and padded yeah. for Brian. Yeah. I got sleep, a TV I sleep, over here for I the World Cup. I sleep here all Cup. the time, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that TV yeah. was definitely here for the World Cup. That's yeah. For sure. Looks good. No, I hear you. And office. you can do that. My uh, my father-in-law has, has been a master at that and, and super admirable, you know? Yeah. Uh, but what you do there is is you create opportunity for others, and, and that's part of the journey, right? That's so cool to kind of see others be successful, like, on your team, you know? Yeah. And it sounds like that's that's important to you, too, uh, which is awesome. Well, I just, you know, th think of the businesses that you frequent, whether it's restaurants or clothing stores or whatever it is. For most people, I mean, you go back to the place that, you feel at home. I mean, me, the people that I, I told Brooke at the very beginning of the pandemic, I was like, one, I will leave this house every single day. Mm -hmm. Two, we will support local businesses. We will buy from restaurants locally. Love it. Um, and so, I mean, there's some great places like, you know, QCBC that's in Ladder Arcade, good friend Everett that owns it. Like, I go there, I, I can get a burger or a beer or something anywhere. Um, but you go there because, like, the, the, the team that's there. And that's why I think you work with people. Um, you mentioned, like, if, if, if you put HNUT accidentally on, on a bunch of our stuff, and I accidentally approved or whatever. You work with people because of when something does go wrong. Yeah. You trust that they're going to take care of it. 100%. Because everything's not always going to go great. If, if that was the case, you just work with anybody. But you work with the people that when it doesn't go wrong, you're like, well, that's fine. I know, I know Dunstan's got my back. Yeah, they're they're going to take care of it. You know, I know Hunt Source, if some person doesn't work out because they're humans, doesn't work out for whatever reason, that's going to happen. But we want the company that we trust who's going to take care of it and be a true partner and have our backs versus someone who's going to be like, well, that's your fault. Mm -hmm. Jack, you approved the HNUT. Right. It's not our fault. 
It, it shocks me how many people take that approach. Yeah. I told Jack. I told Jack <laughs> that no last value week. In the I was like, "You approved this, Jack." I'm just <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I, I hope we hadn't sense. done that." <laughs> no, we hadn't. No, <laughs> but, no, but yeah, Jack, you're right. He, he's and he brings, yeah, and he brings up a good point. I mean, I, I think through COVID specifically, a lot of people realized, you know, these local businesses that you went to, went to, especially restaurants. It's like you either support them now or they'll never exist. They won't be around. Right. right? And, and I think we live in a world where everybody wants to buy from Amazon and, and, and they want to have it sent to them in a drone and be delivered within an hour. And all of that is fantastic. But buying from Amazon and having that experience, does that help your neighbor? Does that help their kids? Does that help, you know, the guy that's across the street? Like, what? how do you really look at how you spend your money and how you're supporting your true community? And I think COVID really opened that up for a lot of people. I know for me specifically shopping more local, supporting local restaurants. That was really important, you know, and, and now I've continued to say that I always tell my wife, it's, we have to buy the way we sell and sell the way we buy, right? I can't be out yeah. in the market saying, we'll buy from us because we're local. We're in your community. We'll take care of you. You can come pick it up. There's all these advantages. But then when I go as a consumer, start buying everything off e-commerce stores, not going to small you know, restaurants, not going to places where if I did spend that money right here in this county, in this city, I'm supporting an entrepreneur. I'm supporting somebody that is local. And I mean, I, I, I've said this a lot on this podcast, but I challenge everybody to do that. Like think where you spend your money. And, 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 it, and if you look in the mirror and say, this is how I sell my product and you don't buy the exact same way that you sell your own product, then you're a hypocrite, right? Like I can't be out there going, you should buy local for me because you support our family and we're entrepreneurs and then never spend a dime here because I'm just trying to get the cheapest price online. Like who the hell am I? Yeah. You know, that's terrible. So I'm not trying to go down that ramp, but like it's that, I love how you said that. You're like this, I'm going to leave the house, which we did. I remember when we came to the office, it was like the apocalypse driving down Park Road. You didn't even need green light, red light. Didn't matter. I'm, I'm going. You can take a nap. <laughs> it didn't matter. There were no. Laws. There was nobody. There was nobody anywhere. You could have taken a nap on 85. Yes, you could have and been okay. Uh, yeah, I'm taking a roadie to grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah. get in trouble. Yeah. Crazy. The cops there's aren't even out. There's nobody here. Oh man. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Amazon push button, boom, you just yeah. ordered something that's super convenient and, and that has its benefit totally. because it saves time. Certainly we order like, you know, cases of water off Amazon totally. or anything for the office coffee. Um, cause it does save you time, which means you can spend it better in other places. But, um, I mean, as far like our partners, I mean, hood Hargett, that's our insurance firm. They're local. Mm-hmm. My attorney for our business is my across the street neighbor for the time being. He's, he duped me into signing a. I'm the treasurer of our HOA, and he duped me into signing a letter to approve his mortgage <laughs> without telling me that he was moving. <laughs> oh. But, uh, you know, our CPA firm, their local CPA firm, I mean, like, these are people we, I, I kind of screwed it up. I thought that we were uh, on the same page on this, but we did a, a company Christmas party at Queen Park Social recently. And our intent was actually invite you guys, invite our CPA firm, like the, the partners that have helped us over the five years. To, awesome. to build our brand, to build our business. And, and we've probably been a pain in the butt sometimes, and they stay with us. So um, you know, our law yeah. firm that we come to probably a little too late on some things and demand like quick turnarounds. Um, but that's that's kind of the fun thing about it is you've got these people that are in your corner um, that uh, take Alex uh, Vishnik, our CPA. There's probably revenue numbers I've thrown out in the years past that he's like, you're an idiot. This is not going to happen. Um, maybe they didn't happen, but I think he's starting to see more like, all right, I think 
I think these things can start to take shape. Um, like we got a great, great client list. Um, if there's any salespeople out there that want to come join us. <laughs> um, Solid. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like, like buying local, same thing. Like your, your business partners, you know, try to keep them, you know, the, the people that aren't going to, you know, if you're having a tough time, we're like, hey, you can't pay our CPA bill for a few days. Yeah. You know, receivables are in a lag or something. Like, um, that that's just kind of part of the the stress. Is, you got you to be able to move money around as a business owner. <laughs> I mean, legally, IRS. <laughs> Everything's pay legal on the Brand Butters pay podcast. Yeah. Everything is legal. No, uh, you're right. We have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, like, it's just the community is is a big piece of, of what we do. I mean, frankly, it's why we started this podcast because we work with so many cool people like yourself and cool brands and cool stories. Mm-hmm. We we're like, man, we're we're missing out if we don't do something to help continue to elevate their brands and share those stories. Uh, so, I got a question. So, what percentage it. of business do you close on a golf course? I'm trying to do a case study <laughs> on on how I can. Im- can go play golf more next year. I Brian's mean, angling for a membership. Yeah, I'm. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I could probably grow at least fifty percent if I play golf more. Uh, well, not enough. But that's that's. You just got to play more. Yeah, <laughs> you're not there well, enough. It's, it's Jack. not. It's not. We need to find. We actually need like a a line item in our database that you say, do you play golf or do you not play golf, and then we can track that, and so we know the right people that do. Um, But I do think, you know, for the the people that do want to play golf, um, that might be closer to the sea level or or right around there, I mean, it's got to be a a special experience to get them out of the office. Right. It's not, and and not knocking like a a muni course, but um, I have have posed questions of, hey, do you want to go play golf? And then they're like, "Ah, I don't know if I can get out. And then I'll throw out, quail hollow or something you know through a buddy and like oh wait oh, yeah, yeah actually i think i'm, I can I'm, play. Wide, I'm wide open I I i'm wide i have nothing so i think it's, it's that's creating yeah. the special experience yep. uh around it um versus just you know do you want to get i mean at the sea level like if you want to appeal to them i think it's it's got to be something where you're getting them out to a place maybe they haven't gone before or like all right well yeah we're kind of yeah we're we're thinking yeah. like minded here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like having tickets to the Masters. Do you want to take a yeah. helicopter to Diamond Creek? Yeah. My, actually, my, my schedule just freed up. Wow, weirdly. Man, Jack, all of a I'm sudden, so yes, glad you mentioned yes. that. I have nothing going on this afternoon. You're like, dude, you just hung up on me like a minute ago. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So you know, as we kind of you know wind this down, tell me you know where you guys are now. Where do you envision uh, you know Hunt Source? Obviously, you'd mentioned about the organization and, and maybe it's something that in the future, you know, you allow kind of the employees to maybe, you know, run some of that. Maybe you do something different, but like wh- where, where do you want hunt source to be in the next couple of years? And, and what's kind of your vision on that? So, I mean, through COVID, I mean, y'all kind of been in the office the whole time, but y'all had a, a, a core team together and there's really not like in our business. I mean, we've had people leave that were, um, having a great experience working at hunt source and they got a ridiculous corporate recruiting offer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. I would take that too. Is her name Hillary? Are they hiring? Well, uh, well, Hillary was one that was, that was pre COVID mm. at that time. I'm like, seriously, are they hiring? 
Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, hold on. I just, I mean, like, here's here's my resume when you get in there. <laughs> but it's just been a weird thing of like, you know, I've gone to the office or at least out of the house every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to work from home. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. I don't like it. Same. Um, we live in a cul-de-sac. Early in COVID, is our old dog that um, she passed. But she would bark. And I don't know why people want to come down our cul-de-sac walking or running or with their dog and then circle back it makes no sense you don't live on the street why do you want to double back the same street twice and she would bark at every single one i'd just be like i'm out of here i'm gone i'm gone can't can't work from home or if the kids were like in virtual i'd be on the phone and i walk and talk like i can't normally just sit and talk and I'd get like shouted down, like, "Hey, we're we're learning here." I'm like, uh, "The principal's on the phone." So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, everybody got used to virtual and talk about you know being comfortable. Like there was a call that we were on, you know, in the whatever phase one of COVID, and it's uh, Teams. It's on video, and at the end of it, I kind of always wrap up the call, and. I'm like, you know what I see? Everybody looks comfortable right now. You're sitting on your couch. You're sitting on your back porch, doing whatever. Everybody needs to start to feel uncomfortable. Like, we've got to grind to get through this thing. Um, so kind of back to, to your question about where we see Hunt Source going, we've had people leave because we said we're going back to the office, and they didn't want to come in the office, which is fine. I mean, I, I didn't ever expect companies that I worked for to change because of me. Um, or they go work for a billion-dollar company. I'm like, well, if you want to work for a billion-dollar company, you don't want to work for HuntSource. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, so we're starting to shape our team back to what we see for the future. Uh, people who want to be in the office and be collaborative and have fun together. You know, and generally, I mean, when we're interviewing someone, I, I'm not, not that everybody works at HuntSource has to drink beer or whatever. But kind of you give them the beer test. Like, do you want to, like, if you've had a crappy day, do you want to go have a beer with them mm -hmm. and talk through it? You know, do you have people that, like, if something goes wrong, you're like, we have a, there's a great place, Halfpenny Uptown. Um, and this guy, Joe Hudson, he's been uh, with Huntsworth the longest. Love the guy. Um, he had some can at back out or something. And this guy, Charlie Dillon, who's in his second iteration at Huntsworth, he goes, Joe, come with me. And they walk down a half penny, he buys him a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, <laughs> changes his life, <laughs> put him in a better mood. But like that, that's what, I mean, having a team like that. Culture you want. The yeah. culture of teamwork, collaboration. Hey, things are going to go wrong. How do we support each other? How do we say, hey, I kind of saw that happening and I kind of let it happen because I need you to learn, learn from to it. it. Yeah. Um, so continue building that kind of team because, like I said, you, you don't do this to get rich. You, you do it, I mean, hey, if that's an outcome, I'll take it. But um, you, you do it in a way that you're building a good team. You're seeing people that didn't own a home, own a home two years later or whatever it is, um, taking better vacations than they used to, stuff like that. Um, having people figuring out what are their goals. Like if you like, if you like the, your house that you're in now, you like renting or whatever it is, 
give me something grand that you're shooting for. You know, is it, I'd like to take my wife on a $10,000 vacation every year. Uh, I'd like to do another one like that with my kids. Finding kind of where that, that, uh, that motivation is that you can drive people towards and see like, all right, now that I know that we can help you get there. Um, it's going to take the effort on your end. But if, if you're someone who says, I want to be successful. And if you tell me how to do it, I'll, I'll, I'll at least put in those, um, I hate, hate kind of the term metrics cause it seems like big brother, yeah. but you know, <laughs> I'll put, I'll put in the metrics. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I think, you know, we've got a, a great team. You know, Jeb Carlisle is a great partner. He's our COO. Joe Hudson's been with us forever. Um, two months in, he, he joined us. Tremendous growth. I mean, he does podcasts all the time. Um, he's, he's a huge contributor to our brand in the cybersecurity space. In fact, we had a client that offered him a job, tried to hire him, because <laughs> he, he comes off like a practitioner as much as he knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I see I, 2022, we kind of resigned ourselves to the fact, at least Jeb and I kind of lead the company together, that the revenue number is going to be the revenue number. As of like May or June, we kind of said this. But putting corporate processes so that now in 2023, we can start throwing out big bogeys of, of numbers that like, let's start maximizing what we've got here. Um, and doing that through getting good people on the team that realize every day is not going to be awesome. Um, more days than, uh, than not. Yeah, but, <laughs> totally. You know, the, you get up and you're like, you know what? Yes, I could work from home today because the company is flexible. But at the same time, I want to go work next to Santiago today because yeah. he's a good partner and he, he leads me in the right way or, um, or he finds me good candidates. And I know I'm going to get better candidates out of him than I would if I wasn't with him. Um, and he's fun. He knows a lot about soccer and the World Cup's on. And I know we'll watch it in the office uh, together and you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's. I love it, it, man. Well, you are a great person, number one. Um, I always enjoy working with you, hanging out. You're just a, a good dude. I feel like this business is, um, has connected with me a lot of, with, with a lot of great people. And that probably comes from you, Scott. You tend to attract cool people. But it seems Circle's like we just – Yeah, we, it is, right? And we, we just have – I don't know. A, we have fun, but it's cool to, to, to work with so many different types of organizations and see them have success and – uh, I know we always have fun when we're working together and stuff like that. So I always appreciate that. Um, like I always say, please like, share, comment. Go check out HuntSource. It's HuntSource.io. Um, if you need to get in touch with Jack, is your email just Jack at HuntSource.io? It's jhall, J-H-A-L-L, at HuntSource.io. Yep. And if you right, if you want a job right now or you want to hire somebody, you can call them, 704-280-9676. But, Jack, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's great to sit down and learn about – you know, more about you and your journey and be able to share that with everybody. And um, I think this is, it's, it's not just the beginning because you've been doing this for a couple of years, but I feel like a lot of people now that you've kind of come out of COVID and everybody's like, oh, we're on the verge of a recession. You're like, bring it. <laughs> okay, like, <let's>, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, we, we've heard it all. You just become um, immune to it. Yeah. It's like, you know what? You bring it. So I hope uh, 2023 is great for you guys, man. And, uh, and, and hopefully, obviously this year was great, but hopefully the future is, uh, is awesome as well. Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me on. And, and there's one thing I will leave with, and, and this is kind of like small business. Small business drives the economy for the most part. And we had people early on that were like, 
oh, how are you going to start a business like that and, and compete against the likes of a tech systems or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, maybe no one should ever go start a small business if that's the way people think. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 100%. And, and, and you know what their yeah. reaction was? You're right. Gosh, yeah. That's such a stupid comment. That's exactly right. I mean, number one, you have to have belief. Yeah. And right. if you don't have that, then you shouldn't do it. Um, well, awesome. Well, this has been fantastic. Everybody go check out Hunt Source. Go follow Jack uh, on LinkedIn, Instagram, the whole thing. Uh, or like we like to call him Brooke's husband. And uh, and it will be uh, it will be hey, awesome. Brooke. But yeah, I'm, hey Brooke, I'm happy to have awesome. that label. That's right. And uh, no, but things are great. So again, like, share, comment. And uh, Jack, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, you have been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.